All right, here we are. We're going to start this podcast off. The Roman Martyrology for the 24th day of March. The feast day of St. Gabriel the Archangel, who was sent by God to announce the incarnation of the Divine Word. At Rome, the priest St. Epigmenius, who completed his martyrdom by the sword in the persecution of Diocletian under the judge Terpius. Also at Rome, in the time of Julian the Apostate, the Passion of Blessed Pigmenius, a priest who was killed for the faith of Christ by being drowned in the Tiber. At Rome, the holy martyrs Mark and Timothy, who were crowned with martyrdom under Emperor Antoninus. At Caesarea in Palestine, the birthday of the holy martyrs Timolaus, Denis, Pausides, Romulus, Alexander, another Alexander, Agapius, and another Denis. They merited the crown of life by being beheaded in the persecution of Diocletian under the idiot Urban. In Morocco, the birthday of the saintly brothers Romulus and Secundus, who suffered for the faith of Christ. At Trent, the martyrdom of the boy Saint Simeon, who was barbarously murdered by the Jews, but who was afterwards glorified by many miracles. At Synodus in Phrygia, Bishop St. Agapetus. At Brescia, the Bishop St. Latinus. In Syria, St. Seleucus, Confessor. In Sweden, the Virgin St. Catherine, daughter of St. Bridget. And in other places, many other holy martyrs, confessors, and virgins. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, today is March 23rd. When you hear this, it'll be March 24th, uh, the feast, as we have heard, of St. Gabriel uh, in the Old Rite. It's no longer St. Gabriel in the New Rite. That is moved to... September 29th with the other archangels. Archangels, yes. Uh, So, but in in the extraordinary form, in the old calendar it's saint gabriel saint gabriel is the day before annunciation appropriately since it was then that uh, gabriel appeared to mary Uh, so that is a great big feast coming up on wednesday the 25th the annunciation the incarnation of our lord Uh, so very excited about that so we have me here, Father Nathan, and Brother Joseph here. And Brother Joseph, what do we have for the people today? Well, um, I was thinking at the time now where most of us are deprived of Mass, um, that it'd be good to uh, talk a little bit about the other official prayer of the Church. Um, It's actually not well known that... um, So Canon Law says... it strongly encourages priests to say Mass every day, but it's actually not 
a uh, strict requirement in Canada law because they might find themselves in a circumstance where you know all the supplies aren't aren't available. Mm -hmm. um, traveling and you know, your luggage is lost, or you know, who knows what what could happen. But mm -hmm. all priests um, and religious are required every day to say the Liturgy of the Hours. Um, right. And so the Liturgy of the Hours, along with the Mass, uh, together form the official prayer of the Church. And in this time where uh, many will not be able to attend Mass, it might be a good idea to learn something about the Liturgy of the Hours. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much. And this was um, you know, encouraged by... A, uh, Vatican II, the document on the liturgy says right here, uh, pastors of souls should see to it that the chief hours of the liturgy hours, especially vespers or evening prayer, are celebrated in common in church on Sundays and the more solemn feasts. And the laity too are encouraged to recite the divine office, either with the priests or among themselves or even individually. That's great. Yeah. We should do that. We do do that. <laughs> No, that's that's great. I think a lot more people are beginning to do that. I see a lot more divine office. Mm -hmm. uh, today we're just talking about the canons of the holy uh, uh, of the New Jerusalem. Canon regular, the New Jerusalem, right? That they are live streaming their vespers, right? Mm -hmm. Their divine office. Of course, so are the canons regular of Saint John Cantius. Right. Yes, but there are many, many. Uh, who are taking up this call finally 50 years later. Um, of course, people have been doing it all along, uh, but it's becoming, I think, more. Um, I think we're we're just catching our stride mm -hmm. <laughs> after after the Second Vatican Council, <laughs> which uh, some people may disagree with, but some people disagree with a lot of things. So how would you uh, describe the Liturgy of the Hours? What What is it? What is the Liturgy of the Hours? The um, well, it's the prayer of the church that goes back uh, all the way to the very beginning, where the disciples would pray, uh, as is the Jewish custom, they pray uh, seven times a day, sometimes five times a day. Um, uh, the, throughout the day, pray the Psalms of David. Right. So these are the uh, the from the Book of Psalms. Uh, people gather together and pray these hymns, these psalms um, that are uh, praise of God throughout the day, and it sanctifies the entire day. Uh, so it reaches all the way back uh, to the, to the temple, and there are psalms that were uh, going up to the temple psalms. There were psalms arriving at the temple, and there are psalms that are sung in the temple. Um, I remember that there were three in the Jewish practice of religion. Uh, all the men had to go to Jerusalem three times a year for the three big feasts. And all along the way, there would be the singing of the Psalms. Anyway, the apostles, themselves being Jews, would sing these Psalms. And Christ himself sang the Psalms. And so it was a major part of, of the life, and it is has always been a part of the church. So it is that which sanctifies the day. Um, 
bringing our mind, our heart and mind to God uh, throughout the day, that's where I'll start. Okay. <laughs> and actually, the um, the development of the rosary is actually linked to the um, the praying of the Liturgy of the Hours or the Divine Office. Isn't that right? That's right. Uh, 150 psalms. And in the th- original three sets of mysteries, 15 mysteries, there are uh, 15 decades, 150 Hail Marys. So these were said by those who uh, could not say the divine office, but wanted to participate in some way. And so what better way to participate than to recall the incarnation through the beautiful words of St. Gabriel. Uh, Whose feast day we celebrate today. That's right. Um, And then the words of St. Elizabeth to Mary make up the second part of the first part. Um, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And then the second part, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And then Jesus. So, yeah, yeah, the the rosary derives from the Psalms. The Desert Fathers would say all 150 Psalms a day, many of them. I don't think they all had a universal practice of what they did, but uh, that was definitely something that was done. Was It was a constant everyday um, reciting 150 psalms, which is a, really a lot to do every day. But if that's what you do, then that's what you do. So then after that, uh, it w- began to be broken down into to be said in a week. And then right now in the current uh, 19, whatever. 1970. Ed- yeah, 1970 edition after the Second Vatican Council. Uh, it is a four-week cycle. So uh, we go through almost all of the Psalms in four weeks. Some of them we repeat. Um, and, uh, of course, many people also do the 1962 breviary, which is uh, permitted after Sumorum Pontificum. Uh, for priests and religious, those who are obligated to say it, can fulfill their obligation uh, with the old uh, with the old rite as well. Uh, but we, the canons regular, we uh, do the ordinary form uh, 1970 divine office, and uh, and it's beautiful. It, it is very edifying, and it lifts our hearts and minds to God. It forms us in community uh, by bringing us together to um, to praise God together. And what would you um, recommend for someone who's just starting off and says, oh, you know, liturgy hours, that sounds great, but I, I don't know anything about that. Where, where do I learn? Um, how do I do it? Yeah, that's a good question. So if you get the four-volume set, uh, it can be a little complicated to find, uh, to figure out how, where to jump to. Uh, I know it usually takes a few weeks for someone to be really comfortable and praying the divine office uh, that way. Um, some people come join us in the church. Uh, at least they did and will again uh, when all this is over. Uh, and uh, and we're always happy to help people uh, sh- show them the page numbers um, and help us and to join us as we pray the divine office. Many people 
will use an app on their phone now. That's a common way to do it, um, which puts everything in one line. And uh, one app that is pretty popular is called iBreviary. And this will, you just download the prayers of the day and then you can pray through it um, on your phone. And uh, it's nicely laid out all in order. You don't have to switch any pages. Obviously, the thing about praying on your phone is that you still get notifications. There's something to be said about using a book that doesn't also uh, surf the internet. Um, it keeps you from distraction. So, But uh, many priests and religious do pray the divine office on their phone. I've seen it with my own eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and, but, but it's a great option for people at home who, who you know, you buy a four-volume set of the Divine Office. Um, but there's also a new translation of the Divine Office coming out. So is this the time to buy a new four-volume set of the, of the breviary? I can't say I heartily recommend it, even though you could probably be sure that it will be longer than expected to have that new translation finished. But we've been waiting for probably 10 years now. And uh, some of the parts are definitely approved and are ready to be published. So that's, what was the question? Um, where do people start? Right, where yeah. do people start? Yeah. Online. <laughs> online. Like everything these days, uh, online. Um, there are smaller books. Shorter Christian Prayer has morning prayer and evening prayer uh, and a few other things. It's not complete in terms of all the hours, but it'll get you through the major hours. Uh, and that book is, it's a shorter, smaller book and can help you there. So that's where I start. Where would you start? That sounds like a great place to start. Yeah, I yeah. Um, used the iBrievery for a while before joining the community. Um, there's also a couple different websites that you can go on. Um, Universalis.com, I think, has you just you know go go on there and then you just click on you know whatever time of day it is: morning prayer, midday prayer, evening prayer, night prayer. Um, the only thing about that one is that the translation is slightly different. Um, but if you're doing it by yourself, I guess it doesn't matter a whole lot what translation you're using. Right. Uh, if you want to pray the, uh, the old office, uh, the 1962 books, uh, Divinum Officium, right, is the website to go to there. And that is a website that's created, uh, all the work done by Laszlo Kish, who is the deceased husband of Marta Kish, who is a parishioner here at St. Peter's, uh, and who is just a lovely person, uh, but Divinum Officium uh, is the, uh, is that, so it's, well, I hope you can spell that out because I don't know if I can spell it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, D-I-V-I-N-U-M-O-F-F-I-C-I-U-M, right? Divinum Officium. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. That's exactly what I was going to say. Ding, ding. Dot com. <laughs> you win the, the spelling bee. They, so, they ding when you lose on the spelling bee, though. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I don't watch enough spelling bees. No, and the National Spelling Bee was uh, postponed. Oh, no. Because of coronavirus. Oh, no, I'll never watch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's a little something about... What else can we say about the Divine Office? There's there's a lot to say. There's so much to say, um, if only I could think of it. Um, no, and a, a good place to start, perhaps, is just um, uh, when, whenever the church opens again. Um, a lot of people like to come for night prayer. It's the shortest, and it has the most singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we, you know, every day we do it at 645 or after Mass on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a good... It's a one-week cycle, so if you go the same day every week, it'll be the same thing every time. Um, and it's just a beautiful little way to close out the day. Um, and, you know, everyone should come to as many hours as they can or pray along. Um, as we said, Vatican II says you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it is and it always has been the official prayer of the church and extends the liturgy throughout the day. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that the grace of mass uh, is extended throughout the day, so that you, it's not. Oh, I went to mass this morning, and now I live the rest of my life. It's I am continually going from prayer to work, and then from work back to prayer. Right, um, and that's exemplified in um, the liturgy, the hours, because so at vespers, evening prayer. Um, when it's celebrated in a solemn manner um, during the gospel canticle, uh, we actually incense the altar just like we do at Mass. And so that's um, a a visualization, a symbol of um, the sacrifice of the Mass being extended and a sacrifice of praise throughout the whole day, even to the evening. Excellent. Right, that's a little something about the Divine Office. Uh, so I want to thank you all for listening. We'll do this again tomorrow. I just want to thank a few people who have reached out and who have appreciated the podcast. I love that you reach out to me uh, by email, which is ncaswell@cantus.org. If you want to send me an email about anything, about any complaints or any suggestions or things like that. I'm not getting to all my emails because I do have... Uh, a larger amount of emails and texts and all of these things, since this is how I'm speaking with or communicating with the whole parish right now is through uh, these means and not face-to-face. So anyway, all that being said, I just want to thank uh, Vicki Vining and family who reached out, Vicki Dreger, uh, again, Paula, Pascal, Luke, and Colette, uh, Carl Rudorf, uh, The Maders, uh, Michael from Rosati's in Lakemore, who uh, brought us a pizza today. Very nice. Uh, the Mastersons, Roska family, uh, Adrian Grisenia, and Christina Janis, who sent a nice card. So thank you, everybody. There's still more people who have reached out that um, I just don't have everyone on my list. But thank you for all you are listening. Uh, also, Alina Ro- Roman. Um, God bless you. We'll uh, hopefully keep this up. We're on a roll now, so we'll try to do this every day, uh, short or long. We'll have something for you to hear. 
So thank you for tuning in, and let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.